Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. We're going to be answering uh, one of our listeners' questions. I appreciate that Dominic sent this question in, and we'll be getting right to that. Okay, Dominic, thanks so much for sending your question. And I'm going to read through your email a little bit here. Dominic said that, About three months ago, he had a panic attack from a high heart rate, which really scared him. And ever since then, he hasn't been the same. It says he got his heart checked, and it came back normal, so that was good. And it made him not worry about his heart. But it did make him think of every other pain that he gets. And he feels like he is constantly living with feeling the pains, and he worries. Um, And he, he thinks he might have depression, which really scares him. This is affecting his time with his family, his wife and his two-year-old, and he says he just can't find happiness. The question is, is anxiety and depression the same thing? Because I, I sit sometimes and feel really depressed, and I worry that it is depression. Thank you, Dominic, for sending that question in. And so I am glad that you brought this up because people talk about this quite often, right? They're asking about, you know, is this depression? Is this anxiety? They want to know the difference. What is the difference? Is there a difference, right? There's a lot of questions that come up because they are often treated uh, medically the same. Sometimes you get uh, antidepressants for anxiety, and that kind of confuses people because they're saying, well, I didn't know that I was depressed. So let's just break it apart. We're not going to be talking about the medication piece of it, but we're going to be talking about um, what are the differences. And it would be great if there was a, a real, like a blood test that you could go and get and tell whether you have anxiety or depression or both or uh, to what degree, right? With so many medical conditions, we are able to go and get that kind of data and go forward from there. But it doesn't work with anxiety and depression. So um, the other piece is that uh, people could very easily have both. You can have anxiety and depression, and you can have the anxiety first and then get depressed, or you can have the depression first and then get anxious, or you can have just one or the other. And one can grow out of the other. So just know that there's quite a big mix there. And we're going to talk first about the differences between these two as as they are commonly referred to. Uh, Anxiety we're going to talk about first. And that is mostly people feeling really apprehensive. And there's a lot of worry about uh, what's about to happen, what's going to happen in the future, and or what could happen, right? With anxiety, there is the big what if. And um, the other thing that comes up with anxiety are a lot of worried thoughts or a belief that something 
could possibly go wrong, something in the future, or even something right now that's happening right in front of you that it isn't going to work out right, or it's sort of like you can see the catastrophe of everything. This can be really, really debilitating. There's also a feeling like you need to run away, to get away, and to avoid things um, that could cause you to feel that fear again, right? So this is when people start not going places where they may have had an anxiety attack before. Or when you feel like it was the place or the thing that caused your anxiety attack. And so you avoid that. So avoidance is a huge part of the anxiety. There's a feeling that you could, if you just avoid where you felt that fear before that anxiety, that you won't have it anymore. And so let me be the one to tell you that it isn't about the people, places, or things that triggered your anxious feelings or your fear. Uh, that is not the cause of it. And the other big piece here is the feeling like you need to run away. Or what I would experience myself personally was that I was looking for the exit. Where's the exit? I always wanted to be able to know that I could get out of somewhere, right? So there's a, that's anxiousness. That's anxiety. And now to open up depression a little bit, we can... Look at depression as more of a feeling of sadness and a feeling of hopelessness. Whether you are looking at the future or the past or the present moment, it feels sad. It feels hopeless. There's a darkness. Uh, and that is not always present in, in the anxious person. Um, another, another thing that can come up is just a real lack of energy, a lack of belief that anything you do makes a difference or that anything positive or good is ever going to happen. And so this is that despair. It's just the low, heavy energy. There's uh, not a lot of uh, worry in the future, but there is an, ins an in a certainty that the future is not going to be good. So it's not so much that like an anxiety where you can actually, in your mind, play the whole thing out of how awful everything's going to be. In depression, it's just a little bit more of that darkness, the heaviness, and not so much of playing it all out and getting energized and anxious about it. It's a sad, heavy, dark feeling. Have you tried One Skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions.
OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. People who have anxiety can feel like something, like I said earlier, they can see the catastrophe of everything. They catastrophize everything. They can feel like something really, really, really bad is just going to happen. It might happen. It could happen. Uh, they're actually quite sure it's going to happen and they are very worried about it. So there is that danger. It's a feeling of danger. And people with depression assume that um, bad things might happen, uh, but they don't expect anything else. They're not even, there's no energy. They're not expecting or even pretty much wanting anything. There is just this feeling um, that it's heavy, it's dark, and it's just the way it is. It's always going to be that way. So you can have either, or you can have a mix of these things. Both you can come down with some physical symptoms. As we already know with anxiety, there are lots of physical symptoms. And um, they can, there can be physical symptoms with depression also. They're, they're different. Although there can be similarities. And they can both leave you feeling exhausted. We all know the feeling of after having a very anxious day or a, a panic attack that we are exhausted. There is this feeling of no energy, of being drained and totally fatigued. But in, when you have anxiety, this it seems to come after you've had an anxiety or panic attack. There's been a really bad, intense day. Whereas with depression, it can be just totally ongoing, not with any real trigger, but just with this slogging through every day, there's the, the energy does not rise at all. It always seems to be heavy. And some of the other feelings, so just to review them here uh, for anxiety, like these may be very familiar to you, but there may be some new people listening. And Dominic, I know that you are probably familiar with some of this, having had to go and have your heart checked out. Anxiety gives us the feeling of that fight or flight response where we're really worked up. Like that is the heart racing. We could be shaking. You can be feeling like you want to run or move. Uh, and that would actually be a good thing to do because it, it releases that energy. But often we're in situations where we can't run or even move. We could be on a train on our way to work. We could be driving. We could be in our office. Uh, we can't expend that energy and get that release. So it all stays trapped inside us. And so that fight or flight response is trapped in us and we're sweating, shaking, and, and feeling pretty lousy. Some of the other physical symptoms of anxiety um, come with, uh, like I said, the heart racing. So we start to look at them as health disorders 
health, and then it turns into health worries. So it can be anything, fast heart, you can end up with gut issues. Hyperventilation is very, very common. Just recently did a podcast on that, so review that one so that you can get that hyperventilation under control because, again, that's another loop that you get stuck in. The same with the bowel and gut issues. It's a loop. It's the Something happens in the and our gut gets anxious uh, because that's normal for the gut changes when we have stress, when we have the fight-or-flight response. The digestion shuts down. You don't need that in, if you're being chased by a tiger, so the body shuts all that down. And it is different for different people, but it can eventually cause you to have issues where you're running to the bathroom or feel the need to run to the bathroom, and then you feel you get scared and think there's something very wrong with you, and that fear in itself feeds the loop, and your gut acts up again. So you can see how easy it is to get stuck in these things because the physical symptoms that come from the natural fight-or-flight response that our body is meant to do trigger us in this world that we live in now to be afraid and think that there is something wrong with us health-wise and so we are not running from a tiger, we don't expend the energy, we keep it trapped inside us and we get a physical symptom which causes us to be afraid and it keeps the fear, anxiety, fear loop going. So with depression, it's a bit different. There is way less energy involved. Anxiety is a high state of energy in that, not that you feel you have energy to go and live your life so much, but there is the uh, fight or flight response is very high energy and the hormones are kicked up and you really can feel this in your body. Not so with depression. There's a lack of energy. There's a lack of drive. You do not feel like getting up and running anywhere. Um, so you can see some of the energetic differences there. There's a very little lack, a very little signs of of high emotions. There's very low emotions. Um, we would call that, you know, the affect was flat. Um, there can be slow thinking and slow behaviors. So you just don't feel like moving very fast. And you know, a lot of people don't move fast, but this is. Uh, everything is laborious. Everything, you feel like your legs are in concrete blocks and everything is a huge effort. And with depression, there can be very extreme behaviors changed with things like sleep. Sleep behaviors can change. Our appetite can change. The food consumption, the attitude toward sleep and food can change in and of itself. There may be a desire to sleep all the time, or there may be a total inability to sleep. Both sides of the spectrum can happen. Same with appetite. You can be driven to become an emotional depressed eater, or you can become someone who is totally lacking any appetite at all. So again, it's not very, it's not the particulars, but we see the extremeness of the behaviors. It's being on the extreme opposite ends of the spectrums here. And depression has fewer of the physical things because, you know, it isn't that fight or flight isn't happening. But there can be a lot of down thoughts, you know, really sad thinking, 
and the lack of energy uh, keeps people stuck inside themselves with depression. They don't often reach out because they just feel everything is just dark and gloomy and that there is no use. There is a hopelessness. And so in that way, it, it can be that you struggle alone with it for quite a while. So if you feel those feelings, actually do reach out and let someone know that you are feeling that way because things can be done to change it. The symptoms can also go along and lift with the mood. So we talked earlier that you can have one or the other or both and you know, you can have poor coping skills, which can keep you kind of, kind of stuck. So that's where things like these podcasts, um, there's, oh, there's so many great websites uh, available that you can read the blog posts and learn that there is hope and that there is help. Because like I said, unlike anxiety, the depression, there is this hopelessness, which can really drive people to be mainly in themselves and not out outwardly expressing any of this. But there's really good news for both of these things. For both anxiety and depression, they are both totally treatable. That We have learned so much over uh, recent years that you don't have to just learn to cope with these things or to um, get along or control them. But these things can be cured. You can totally clear uh, anxiety and depression. And there's things that you need to remember if you're going to move forward in that way. And I hope that you're paying attention, Dominic, because I hear that you have a young family. So no matter how hopeless it may feel on either of these issues, depression or anxiety, there are many, many effective ways to improve. And one of the things you have to keep in mind is that it takes time. There isn't just one thing that you go and find and do and everything is fine. There's a reason that you have the feelings that you have and all of that needs to be taken into consideration as you are moving through your anxiety or your depression or both and that you were are working on clearing those out. I've seen many, many people clear their anxiety and many of them had depression also. While I was not working specifically with them for their depression, their life changes helped them to clear their both and uh, move forward with their lives and no longer be struggling at such extreme ends of our human spectrum. I hope that this show has been helpful for you today. And now for today's quote. This is an Ojibwe Indian saying. Sometimes I go about pitying myself and all the while I am being carried across the sky by beautiful clouds. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.